Welcome to Informed Aging, a podcast about health, health, and hard decisions for older adults. My name is Robin Roundtree. I'm a former family caregiver, spent four years in the home care industry, and now I work for the Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center. With me is my co-host, Edith Gendron. She's the Chief of Operations for the Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center. She's also a Positive Approach to Care certified trainer and consultant, a former family caregiver, and she's got over 40 years of experience in the senior care industry. Now, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast belong to Edith and I and our guests, not our wonderful employers and sponsors. So if you want to get mad, get mad at us and not at them. Also, before making any significant changes in your life or your person's life, please consult your own experts. Today, we're talking again with Dr. Amber Steckel. We learned a lot from her in the last podcast about fall prevention, how to fall, how to become friends with the floor. But today, what happens when you've fallen and you can't get up? Mm, Yeah, what do you do then? So we're going to talk about the plans you need to put in place. Make sure you stay here. Some good information is on the way. Senior Helpers is the only home care agency offering a revolutionary new way to approach senior care, the Life Profile Assessment. This data-based app is a crucial tool in helping seniors age safely and successfully at home. Combined with our proven in-home care programs and trained caregivers, Senior Helpers Life Profile is leading the way to better outcomes for our clients. For more information, log on to SeniorHelpers.com. For over 37 years, the Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center, ADRC, has served as a Central Florida-based grassroots nonprofit and community resource center. They are dedicated to providing support and hope for families and individuals caring for someone they love who is living with Alzheimer's disease or other dementia-related illnesses. ADRC empowers caregivers with the knowledge, support, skills, and strategies they need to help them confidently prepare for the challenges that lie ahead. To learn more, visit the website adrccares.org. We are back with Dr. Amber Steckel with birdnestpt.com. That's B-Y-R-D-N-E-S-T-P-T for physical therapy, dot com. And she's not a physician doctor. She has a doctorate in physical therapy. And in our last podcast, we talked about ways to reduce your fall risk, how to get comfortable with the floor, and how to fall correctly. But... Even if we've done all that, false happens. So let's say you've had the fall. You cannot get up. You are home alone. Let's talk about that. Okay. So this is, again, ideally we're being proactive and planning ahead. It does happen where people have to implement systems after the fact, and it's just a traumatic situation, and Mm. then you come up with a plan. But ideally, if you can come up with a plan beforehand, there are lots of options and it goes back to your fall risk factors, your support system. So it's a lot different if you are living with your daughter or your son, with a family member, with a loved one, versus if you live by yourself and your family lives out of state. How busy is your social calendar? Are you still driving? Do you have people coming to the house to check on you? It Mm. could be someone that you hired to clean your house, but they're coming by once a week. So there's a lot of factors that go into deciding, like, if you need medic alert, 
if you got somebody coming to the house three times a day, then they're going to be able to stop by and pick you up. But if nobody's coming to visit you, you need a, a way to call for help. Yes, yes. So we just want to ideally plan ahead and come up with some system that someone is checking on you. And sometimes what can be helpful is to think of the worst case scenario first. Mm. So say that you live home alone and you don't have a medical alert system, but every single day you call somebody. Okay. So if you fall and you're by yourself on the floor, the worst case scenario is that you would be at home for 24 hours before someone was alerted that, oh, I think something's going on with Robin. We need Mm. to look into this. So that can help put it in perspective. Also, you know, if you have a high risk of a stroke or heart attack and you could be unconscious for part of that, that's going to be a lot different than if you fall and break your wrist and can't get up. But I do recommend that everyone have some sort of plan. Talk with your loved ones, talk with your caregivers and come up with a plan. There are so many medical alert systems and more coming out all the time. There are The two big categories are in-home systems and on-the-go or mobile systems. Okay. So the in-home system, this is your traditional life alert model where there is a base unit probably in the kitchen or somewhere that has a speaker and a button and then also a wearable button. So that could be a necklace or a wristband. Okay. Those span about 1,300 feet, maybe 1,400 feet. So if you are going outside a lot or depending on the size of your home, you might need multiple hubs in your house, but that'll pretty much cover you in your home. If you are still keeping a busy schedule, traveling, an on-the-go system will cover you nationally, internationally, and those are linked up with GPS so that EMS can find you. Then beyond that, there are smartwatches that have medical alerts. So these are not companies that were starting as a medical alert. They're starting as, you know, smartphones and (laughs) computers that now are integrating medical features. Those have a lot of great options. And then there's also Bluetooth systems now that they're not. So that one's more so just to connect you with your loved one. That okay. doesn't connect you to a 24-7 monitoring system, which is like you know, a call center type where it's either a dispatch person or a case manager that is initiating EMS if needed. And then the last one that's really cool and, and still developing is passive remote monitoring systems. These are integrating sensors placed around your house AI, a lot of smart home technology, like two-way speakers and things like that, that can notice if there's an alteration in your usual patterns. Like, did you not open the refrigerator yet? Uh, There can be sensors under your mattress. Like, it doesn't sense you getting out of bed. You can put them by the doorway, in the bathroom, wherever you're at most risk of falling. That can be another good option. Yeah, we had a great episode. Episode 34, Artificial Intelligence Comes to Senior Care. Um, yeah, that was pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that senior helpers that is using that, but different companies are using. But it's amazing how, how technology is helping us. And you don't have to be a technological whiz yes. to put it in place. That's yep. Right. That's I mean, simple things. Um, Alexa, right? Yeah. Alexa, call Edith. 
is one of the ways we've programmed things. So Alexa can hear her if she talks, but this all presumes consciousness. Right. Right. Yes. Um, Although I will say it can improve quality of life even in those with pretty advanced dementia. I've had patients that could use Alexa to turn on music. And this gentleman that I'm thinking of loved music and he had his one favorite playlist that he always listened to. And almost every time I was over there, he would say, excuse me, and then Alexa. And then he'd, you know, put on his favorite music. Uh, Another person used it for blood pressure reminders. It's time to take your blood pressure. Good reminders, Um, yeah. And stuff like that. So it, it, it can be trainable. And even those with advanced dementia do have a learning ability. Yes. It just takes mm-hmm. a lot of repetition. Sure, you guys can probably yep. educate me a lot yep. on this. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I'm finding more and more ways. Uh, I, I really want to learn more about the technology available because it's, it's just getting better all the time and really improving quality of life for a lot of people. Awesome. Well, if you're listening and you're like, I think I want Dr. Amber Steckle to help me not fall, how do they get in touch with you? So best way is probably on my website okay. is birdnestpt.com. Okay. And, and the birdnestpt, bird is spelled B-Y-R-D. Yes. So it's bird with a Y, birdnestpt.com. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And everyone, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Informed Aging. We'd love some five-star reviews as well. Instagram, you will find us, informed underscore aging, and facebook.com slash informed aging. Today's episode was recorded at Digital Broadcasting's podcast studio. That's it for now. We are looking forward to our next visit.